Yeah, well, you were a catcher, right? Yeah. Did you ever get hit in the head with one of those fastballs? Oh, my gosh. I get hit in the head with fastballs and bats. and it, Yeah, you, you just kind of, like a hockey goalie, you know, you kind of get used to it the yeah. way it is. But Did it ever give you a headache? Well, yeah, it gave me a headache, you know. and but But look, I didn't come out of the game like that one guy did. No way is type 2 diabetes affecting people in Hollywood. Well, you know, you and I, we talk about it all the time, how type 2 diabetes is what we call now the diseases of the affluent. So when I step back and take a look at that, it's really no surprise. I don't know how many of you have ever seen the old classic Christmas story, It's a Wonderful Life, right? But but in that movie, there was a run on the banks, right? And it's like, oh my word, nobody had any, any cash. Well, this actually is happening in real life and it won't be a wonderful life, right? thinking about one of my most favorite movies there today. You, you remember that movie, Forrest Gump? Oh, how could I not remember that movie, Forrest Gump? <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, the thing that so cracked me up boy. is the dude started running and never stopped running. That was just amazing. And I just think about him sitting on that bench talking to that older lady, and he's just sitting there like this, real proper and funny. <laughs> I mean, that movie's classic. And, and we have our date nights sometimes. We go to movies, right? Yes, and we sure enjoy them. But, you know, you think about the, the movie stars and the lifestyle that they go through. It's uh, kind of interesting in some of the debacles that they end up with. Yeah, interestingly, like Tom Hanks. You know yeah, movie? one of my favorite actors. Did you know he had type 2 diabetes? Did that blow your mind or what? It did me. I thought, no way is type 2 diabetes affecting people in Hollywood. Well, you know, you and I, we talk about it all the time, how type 2 diabetes is what we call now the diseases of the affluent. So when I step back and take a look at that, it's really no surprise. What's shocking about it is really now one in two Americans are type 2 diabetic. And if you translate that to Hollywood, what about one in two actors? Could that be true? I mean, what a sad thing because it doesn't need to happen, does it? Well, you know, it, it absolutely does not, especially when we look at all the things that we can do to avoid it. And you look even at the medical literature, there's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. So when you take that into the equation, yeah. and if sugar is the problem, we've got to do something about what the problem is. And that means rein it in. And we know oftentimes actors, business people, stewardesses, pilots, you know, we, they live under a lot of stress. And that yeah. stress can be what leads people to a poor lifestyle, doing things that they don't normally do, eating things that they normally wouldn't do because they're, they're living on the run. Well, no question. I think in you know, high performance, I know you're out there probably thinking the same thing. This is me. I'm right there. I'm busy. I'm stressed. But the idea is we really don't have to go there, do we? And this is a, the problem. We face it every day in the clinic. You know, we deal with people who come in, their blood sugar's all a mess. You know, they have these hemoglobin A1Cs that are super high, insulins that are super high. And, you know, just like Tom Hanks, it, it catches them by surprise. Well, yes, that's true. And one of the things that we always talk about, even in our own personal lives, if is if you don't plan, 
you're planning to fail. So that's a big mm. concept that people have to get is in order to live this thing called a healthy lifestyle, we actually have to make plans to be successful. And that takes planning. And sometimes people yeah. feel like they just don't yeah. have the time. Well, really, and you don't have time to not have time, in my opinion. I mean, health is your greatest wealth. And I think of, you know, the actors, the movie stars, even the influencers you mentioned, they have to be at their top of their game. And, you know, they, they make a lot of money, but they have a lot of influence. And I don't know about you, but I would think that they want to, you know, care for themselves so they could have the influence for a longer period of time versus shortening it by these self-indulging, uh, you know, choice-driven disease processes like type 2 diabetes. I personally don't believe type 2 diabetes should exist in any single person across the world. Well, you know, you only get one skin bag to live in. So if you <laughs> don't plan and you don't plan time to take care yeah. of this thing, we're actually planning to fail. Well, that's true. You know, she always calls herself a skin bag, but I think she's an amazing dirt beautiful suit. skin bag. Maybe dirt a dirt suit. suit. Really, you yeah. know, when you think about the dirt suit, though, honestly, the, the body is meant to synergistically exist with the earth. And there's food here. So cool. Well, it's like food. Right? food. Yeah. That's food. Food that Nutrients. is really created in its regular packaging and form is designed to feed us where we can extract those vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids that drive our systems. When we think about type 2 diabetes in general, those things can't cause that. So it's a disease that's caused by something other than that. And what are those things that are other than that things? Well, well we talk about those being unfoods, fruits, yeah, <laughs> Franken foods, yeah. foreign foods, things that are foreign to the body. They come in boxes and packages. They help all kinds of additives and preservatives. Yep. And believe it or not, if you turn the label over, one of the top five of ingredients every single time is going to be sugar. Yeah. And if sugar is the problem and it's not necessary for survival, the body can make it on its own from a little bit of protein and mm -hmm. some other mechanisms. If it's the problem, we have to learn how to manage what we take in. So it really boils down to paying attention to what we put in our, in our mouth. I know a lot of people talk about border security these days. <laughs> make this border your border control. security, right? <laughs> I say, make sure you have your customs people right here to check what's coming in. But honestly, you, we really want to buy food and, and eat food that has one ingredient. I mean, I think about that. There's some grapes there. There's orange there, the banana there, right? Those are the way things are packaged normally. Now, yeah, could there be chemicals there? Yes. But the bottom line is it's original food and it's original package gives us the original state of health. And when we don't get that, we get these diseases that come up like type 2 diabetes, which really wasn't around 150 years ago, was it? It wasn't around 150 years ago. In fact, we're actually seeing that go on the rise since that wonderful thing called the food pyramid was actually put oh into place. And, you know, we have, you and I talk about that story <laughs> a lot about the bondage of what even occurred back in Egypt with that thing called the pyramid. Yeah. I think of the, of, of what happened to Americans. You go back and look before the food pyramid, you know, you didn't have this type two diabetes stuff. It was occasional somebody that were 80 or 90 years old, you know, they would just get worn out in that insulin glucose reaction and just get tired. But then you started after this to see, children having type 2 diabetes. Statistics are shocking right now. You look at this like it is one in three children are predicted to be type 2 diabetic by the time they're 40 years old. And that's today's statistics. So it's, it, it should not be that way. And we have lots of people we deal with that are struggling with this idea of type 2 diabetes. We can reverse it. We absolutely can. And, you know, the things that have changed is, of course, 
We go for the quick fixes. Yep. We go through the drive-throughs. We get things that are high carbohydrate that have no nutrients in them. They're just um, empty calories. Then we have a society that is, uh, we call it the sitting society. And sitting oh. is the new smoking. So if we're not moving, that is not getting blood oxygen and nutrients to our system. So how do we expect that we're going to even burn those yeah. empty calories that are coming in. And we're stressed out. We're running from 6 a.m. to almost 6 a.m. the next day, and we're not getting any sleep. So we're living this chronic place of stress. And that insulin reaction occurs under stress mm -hmm. because of the glu glu glucose production in response to stress can lead to type 2 diabetes. Well, it can. So if you're out there and struggling with that and you want some help, you give us a call and we'll, we'll help you get out of that mess and get you free from that wicked disease called type 2 diabetes. Just ahead, I'm going to brag on my favorite baseball player. Have there ever witnessed any miracles in your lives about anything that you would think of that could be along the same kind of line if you had any kind of parallel with it? I guess like my mom and I move into the country. You know, that was like a big gamble. We moved uh, on the 4th of July, so our anniversary is coming up on, on moving here. And then that was a huge gamble that she took. I was four, so I didn't realize what it was. But I don't think if we stayed in Hungary, I would be here right now making this movie. You know, so, so I guess that's the closest in my life that I have to like kind of a miracle that I didn't know was, was gonna happen, happen. For me, um, I actually, when I was like five or six, something like that. I had some kind of disease with like my kidneys that uh, is like super rare and they only study about in med school, but they never really saw a case. So I had it. So I had like doctors from all over like the States kind of coming in and looking at me. Wow. And I, uh, I technically died for like 10 seconds. I flatlined. Whoa. Yeah, my mom went out to grab a, a Buzz Lightyear VHS that I really liked. And when she came back, it was like, complete flat line. And uh, I, I, I saw an angel that day, which is pretty crazy because uh, the first thing I said to my mom apparently was that um, there was a really nice man with uh, blonde hair and blue eyes, like saying it's okay. Wow. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. That's insane. And I'm also so glad I went first. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to top that. Wow. It's <laughs> amazing. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash Sherwood.
You know, I think a lot about health and what's kept you healthy all these years. And I remember back to your early days when you played baseball. Do you contribute anything of your long-term, your longevity to, <laughs> to your baseball? earlier years and baseball? Yeah, probably so because um, a lot of people don't know the story. You know, I remember getting an opportunity to play professionally over in Australia and and before it was before cell phones, by the way, before computers. Well, that's a while ago. None of, yeah, You're dating none of, yourself. It's aging me, right? But you didn't know I started playing baseball when I was minus 10. So there you go. Think about that one. Not too much, 10. though, right? But the bottom line is um, when I got on the plane in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, I didn't know anything about it. I remember flying over there all those hours and landing in Fiji, the island of Fiji, to refuel seeing people standing around with machine guns. And I thought, what is this? And then then I, I wore cowboy boots and my feet swelled. And I had no idea that you don't do that on a plane. But when I got there, I had nothing to do. I mean, I didn't know anybody. Um, I was one of two Americans on the team. I knew that one a little bit. The other one, I'm still friends with him. He still lives there now. He married a, a lady and had a couple kids over there. And we still talk occasionally uh, via, you know, email or something. But um, I got over there and had to, figure it out. And I wasn't the most fit guy in the world. So we would play in the evenings and, you know, practice in the evenings for the most part. And so I started working out and, um, my whole, uh, sort of physique changed, you know, I began, uh, you know, to start to see development and get in shape and realize the, uh, the importance of it. So that kind of really started, uh, the fitness journey way back then. Yeah. Well, you, you were a catcher, right? Yeah. Did you ever get hit in the head with one of those fastballs? Oh my gosh, I get hit in the head with fastballs and bats, and it, yeah, you you just kind of like a hockey goalie, you know, you kind of get used to it the way yeah. it is. But man, I tell you, um, I took a lot of fastballs right off that mask, and you know, and anybody, some of them would be coming so fast off that bat, you know, nearly a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> you know, it'll it'll jar your jaws and jaw your head, no no question, it hurt. <laughs> Did it ever give you a headache? Well, yeah, it gave me a headache, you know, and, but, but look, I didn't come out of the game like that one guy did, you know, remember that? Oh, yes. This is a famous mm -hmm. story. I don't know if you know this, but there was a guy, his name was Wally Pip and he played for the Yankees and he got a headache one day and he couldn't play the next yeah, he, day. They, didn't they take him out of the game and put somebody else they did. in there that and was one another of the, major league player? One of the greatest streaks ever began because somebody had a headache. <laughs> I think about that. Luke Gehrig, did you know that? Luke Gehrig came in the game and was given an opportunity because Wally Pip had a headache. Well, you know, I think back to all of the <laughs> things that we could do about headache, you know, naturally. We oftentimes we reach for those over-the-counter medications and yeah. we forget to look to what mother nature can actually do for a headache. Well, there's a lot of things and and by the way, I never came out of the game when I got a headache because I knew somebody would be standing up behind me ready for the opportunity. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's really important though, but but yeah, people today they they take um, you know, ibuprofen and Tylenol and not that those are all bad, you know, but it makes you go, are they the best things people can do? And are there other things people can do or should do? Most people that come into the clinic, oftentimes, if we can just get them off, number one, gluten. Oh, yeah, man. We yeah. can get them off the things that are destroying their GI tract. We can detoxify them. Oftentimes, that's the first step in getting someone to have the resolution of headaches. Yeah, I was thinking about... a mutual friend of ours that we recently saw, you know, he came in the clinic one day and he'd had chronic headaches for years, 
migraine headaches, you know, that were debilitative. I mean, he might miss a, a day of work occasionally. And um, we started looking at a few things. And basically all we did is this. I, I, I pulled him off of gluten. We uh, gave him some magnesium. We gave him uh, some vitamin B12. And then we gave him a little bit of coenzyme Q10. Those four things we did took away one and gave him three and they went away and it didn't take him a week. No, it was one day. And he was like, I can't believe it. All these years I've been taking ibuprofens. And by the way, he had chronic GI stuff going on too. So that, there you go. that went sense. away. Yeah. So if ibuprofen tears up the gut, gluten tears up the gut. If we're doing a lot of things that are destroying this thing we call the dirt suit or the skin bag, we've got to repair the GI tract first and then put nutrients on board. Like you mentioned, magnesium, coenzyme Q10. Um, tell us about different types of magnesium that might be important in relationship to absorption. Well, with, with him, I mean, I used a magnesium three and eight. Uh, for those of you that may be wondering what that is, it's T-H-R-E-O-N-A-T-E. -E. It's sort of a one that we focus on that goes across the, the blood-brain barrier. Uh, but I like magnesium glycinate as well. I don't like, like magnesium oxide very much. It tends to be pretty cheap. But for those that are out there that maybe want to take a magnesium for your headaches, uh, don't take a lot of magnesium citrate because that will not affect your headaches. It's going to send you to the bathroom. Yeah, that's like, you take yeah. a bunch of that and you're going to be heading to the bathroom. So the bottom line is there's others, magnesium malate, which can give you energy. So all these different types of magnesiums were good, but I gave him magnesium three and eight. And I don't think it was very much, as I recall, maybe four or 500 milligrams. It wasn't a lot. Uh, that was all it took. Um, coenzyme Q10, I gave him 200 milligrams. Vitamin B12, I gave him 3,000 micrograms of couple different forms, but it wasn't cyanocobalamine. So, you know, normally you can do, you know, one of those things and it's, it works. Um, you can take away the gluten and that's fine. But I went ahead and went all in because he's our friend, but uh, that fixed his problem. So we got to get rid of the pollutants, the persistent organic pollutant load, the things that come in to destroy us. We have to put the right nutrients on board, perhaps magnesium coenzyme Q10. Yep. I know there's a lot of stuff out there about omega-3s, which we can talk probably hours and hours about how that takes inflammation down. So several different things from getting the diet right, putting the nutrients on board that are necessary, all to avoid a headache so you're not taken out of a major league baseball game. Yeah, no doubt. And and if you're out there and you, you say, well, man, I've been struggling with this for a while, chronic migraines from taking ibuprofen like they're going out of style, you don't have to. There's other ways around it. So you can reach out to us and get our little tricks and secrets to this, and uh, you don't have to have a headache any longer that's bothering you. Hey friends, you already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you anyway. If you stay away from your favorite junk food for a month and then go back to supersizing it, will your health improve? Well, that's the thing about change. To change, we have to be as consistent as possible. And when we go back to an old habit, it's not the end of the world. We just get back at the new habit. Before you know it, real transformation is evident to you and others. That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel. Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake. It's the simple start to a transformed life and we'll auto ship every month so you don't run out. You'll receive two free shaker cups, free access to our video courses, and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration. Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today.
Hey there, Kevin Sorbo here. Now, deep down, we know this. We're, we're more than just a brain and a body. We're a spirit, we're a soul, and we're also a physical temple. If you hit the wall when you're trying to improve one aspect of your being, it's probably because, well, other aspects are sabotaging our success. So that's why diets don't work. And frankly, why so much conventional wisdom from our so-called medical establishments falls flat. Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood have a very different approach. I should know because I happen to be one of their patients. They address the whole person to get to know you, your challenges, and more importantly, what your goals are. Then they offer a complete plan that addresses your unique biology and your heart. They'll help you discover what you need to experience transformation. So find out more at Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo. That's Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo or see the link before. Now I'm heading for a workout. You should be going for a workout too. All right, guys. God bless. everybody, Dr. Kirk Elliott here, and thanks, Mark, for, for having me on. Um, interesting topic today because it's it's a scary topic for everybody that has funds in the bank, right? So I don't know how many of you have ever seen the old classic Christmas story, It's a Wonderful Life, right? But but in that movie, there was a run on the banks, right? And it's like, oh, my word, nobody had any any cash. Well, this actually is happening in real life, and it won't be a wonderful life, right? So, so the FDIC, um, the the Federal Depository Insurance Corp, right? There, when you have a bank account, a checking account, savings account, your bank accounts are what? They're insured up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? So we all feel safe, right? We all feel safe that our bank accounts should be safe, right? They're not tied to the stock market. They're not tied to the bond market, or are they, right? Because what does the bank do with your funds? They lend it out, right? So so they used to be that every $100 you would deposit, they would keep $10 back and they would loan out 90 bucks, right? So it was a 10% reserve requirement. Well, during COVID, the banks, all banks in America from the Federal Reserve, said reserve requirement is zero. So they don't have to keep any money on hand at all, zero, right? Oh my word, they could be ripe for, for a bank run, right? So they also did one other thing. This happened last year. Also what happened last year was they, they actually took, the Fed took $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banking system via a mechanism called a reverse repo mechanism, which just means they gave all banks these worthless U.S. treasuries and stripped cash out. So they took out two and a half trillion. They made a 0% reserve requirement, meaning banks don't have anything on hand. So their, their, their liquidity is like minimal. But then in November of, of 2022, a meeting was held at the FDIC. And this video just came out uh, this first end of the first week in January. 
It was a video of their meeting. It wasn't intended for public consumption because these FDIC officials were talking and what were they saying? We can't let the public know about this at all. Now, the bankers, they need to know what's happening in the markets and the impending collapse. And see, Mark, words have meaning, right? So impending collapse, they weren't talking about a collapse that might happen somewhere down the road, an impending collapse of the markets. And the public can't know about what they're talking about in this meeting because that would have come with unintended consequences. It's like, what in the world were they talking about? So what they're talking about is the FDIC is running out of money. So we all think we have $250,000 insurance coverage. We don't because there's $9 trillion of, of our money in the banking system. $9 trillion, okay? They have $125 billion covering $9 trillion. That's 1.388%. So the FDIC only has 1.388% of all of our deposits covered. No wonder the FDIC officials, when they didn't know they were being recorded, said, we can't let the public know about this because it would come with unintended consequences, which would be what? A run on the banks. And how much banks do, how much money do banks have? Zero, zero percent reserve requirement. And they stripped two and a half trillion out. So, so this is where, what do we do? I mean, seriously, what do we do when, when our banks aren't even safe? And and you and I have spoken in the past, Mark, about stock market collapse, bond market collapse. And, and a lot of times people just put their money in the banks when they want it safe and they just want to sit on the sideline. That's not even a good option now, right? With, with the banking system in, in complete shambles, no liquidity. And now FDIC, the insurance coverage is so underfunded, they only cover 1.388%. So what do we do? What you and I have been talking about for months now, go into tangible assets like gold and silver. It's your safe haven. It's the flight for quality that we all need in times like this, because here's the growth that we've seen. Asset protection, first and foremost, we need to protect everything we've worked so hard to accumulate. Silver and gold are the safest assets in the planet because they're things and things go up with inflation. But over the last 13 weeks, silver's up almost 40%. It was, it was, let's see, three months ago. So, you know, 12, 12, 13 weeks. It was $17.97 an ounce. Today, it's well over 24. It's up almost 40%. But 12 weeks doesn't make a trend. So let's look back further. Two and a half years. Silver was $11.91 an ounce in March of 2020. Now it's up to 20, over 24. That's up 98% in two and a half years averaging 38% year growth. That is amazing. In a time like this, when, when we're all concerned about stock markets collapsing, bond markets collapsing, we're losing equity in our houses, we can have a smile on our face like I always do because we can have something good. There's hope and there's light at the end of this tunnel. If you do the right thing, reallocate into silver or gold, tangible silver or gold, and we can help you with that. Yeah.